Hey, this is Dana Latane with Happy Home. We are a real estate couple that focuses focuses on faith, family, and financial freedom. Today is episode 12, and we are going to talk about funding. Well, let's talk about the intro, because I'm still struggling with that <laughs> stupid intro. <laughs> it's episode 12. You should have this down now. Yeah, well, I don't. <laughs> but we are a couple that focuses on faith, family, and financial freedom. Sometimes that's tested, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. So um, hope everybody's doing good. We are going to talk a little bit about funding. That's probably one of the top questions we get asked is how do we fund our deals? And um, so let's talk about that. So off the top, um, we went on family vacation last week and Latane and I were kind of just talking about this topic and the the thing that I kind of feel and I think just kind of in the whole realm of funding is there's not a one answer. This is how you fund something and you go on. There's not. Um, I think it's very important that people understand that first of all, you have to educate yourself on a lot of the different opportunities out there as far as funding. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you're going to do one form. Sometimes you're going to do multiple forms of funding. So what we'll do right now is we'll just take a couple minutes. We'll kind of talk through the different ideas that we have. And honestly, I know that there's more options out there. Yeah. These, this is probably, you know, we've expanded a little bit in the last few years, but this is, you know, our experience recently of what we've done and how we've done it. Once again, go out, educate figure out all these different options. Because truly, this is probably a very short list in the options of funding, but these are some that we have dealt with and we know about personally, so we can And talk I think about they're these. the more basic, they the are. more well-known, you know, there's, there's more. So let's just do it real quick. So banks, you have like FHA, conventional in-house loans. Mm-hmm. Um, you have owner financing. You have private lenders. You have equity partners. Partners, mm-hmm. um, HELOCs, hard money. Yep. So those are the ones that we kind of listed. Um, once again, I, I sit here and I'm, I'm just kind of thinking through deals that we did when we first started in real estate to deals that we're doing now. And maybe it would be smart for us to just kind of give some examples of kind of where we started, even kind of our mindset. Yeah, because I'll say funding is looks very different now from when we bought that first house so many years ago because the way we bought the first house, it wasn't really an option any longer. Right, um, which was? We went to a bank. It was an in-house loan. And not only did we get purchase money, we also got fix-up money. Correct. Um which at the time we did more than one house like that with this particular, it was a local bank. Um, and we had, we built a relationship um, and we were able to do that, you know, multiple times with them. So it made the process easier because we had all of the money for the entire project from one source and we got it all up front and were able to just work through it. And then when we sold it, paid back that one loan. So the thing is with funding, That sounds good. And a lot of people are like, oh, a bank, that is easy. You know, they kind of understand that. 
But there's so many aspects to this. When I started looking through these again, you know, hard money, private lenders, thing, the thing that you have to do is I think you have to educate yourself on what each one is, but then also what are the positives and the negatives of each one, yeah. you know, because that was a long process. It took us 30 days to get an appraisal. We had to get a list to the banker. We had to do all that kind of stuff. Well, over the last four or five years, everybody knows, I mean, deals were going above asking price. It was cash, you know, especially when you're using a wholesaler, that kind of stuff. You know, you wanted to eliminate any hindrance yeah. of you being able to get that co- uh, contract accepted. And truly where it used to be, even if you were doing a bank loan, you're pretty much at 30 days. It's not that way anymore. It's now at least 45 days just because it's just everything has gotten slower. It's a little more involved. I mean, things have changed in even the timeline. I agree. So that was our first few deals. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember very specifically, and I don't know exactly when this was, we could look back, but we had no money. Uh, we had used pretty much, and I think in our mind, I think it was a little bit of a limiting belief that we couldn't go to the bank. We just felt like we were over overdrawn yeah. with yeah. the bank. So I asked a guy that was a local realtor that I knew that he flipped, and I had found this little house. And I thought, well, I'll just ask him if he'll partner with us because yeah. I knew that he had some money. Mm-hmm. So me doing all the work, him supplying the money, and then us splitting it afterwards. And and this was the first time that I was introduced, and I didn't know it was called this, but I went to this um, showing. We walked through, and I said, hey, man, I said, you know, I've bought five or six houses from you. You've seen what I've done. Do you think you would consider partnering with me? And he said, well, he said, I've got one better. He said, how about I give you the money to buy the house? And you just do it on your own. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that sounded awesome until I jumped back in my truck and I called you and I was like, hey, he's going to finance this for us. Yeah. And you said, well, where are we getting the fix-ups? And I was like, oh, crap. I remember that conversation because honestly, my heart dropped. I was like, okay, we can buy the house, but we can't fix it up. Yeah. And we had this new challenge in front of us. We did. To figure it out. But that was our first moment of a private lender. It was. Someone that was willing to, that believed in us, saw our track record, and still to this day, we're actually getting ready to do a private loan with him here in the next 30 days. Yeah. So we're still using him. But once again, when we go back to relationships, relationships are built in acquisitions. It's built in funding. It's built in everything that we do. It is. So... To end that story, um, would not recommend it to everybody, but we used credit cards. We did. Um, it was like in our mind, it was the only option we had. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness it was a an expensive rehab. It was and about fifteen thousand at that time. You were still doing basically all the fix ups yourself, so it's like we didn't even have to find a way to come up with money to pay you know, laborers, because you did it all. So it was really buying material from somewhere like Lowe's. Materials and holding costs. Um, So, but we were able to get through that one with about 15, I think, Yeah. um, to get that one rehab. And that was one that actually in our, 
nine years that we moved 13 times, that was one of the houses that we moved into for a short period of time. Yeah. So, so we progressed from banks to under, like kind of getting this of having a private lending. Yeah. Um, owner financing. We have done some owner financing. And I recommend to people to just ask. Always ask. I mean, the worst they're going to say is, no, I really don't want to do that. I mean, you've been told no a million times. I have. Okay, no problem. We'll find another way. But it's always worth asking because you never know. There are a lot of people like, well, yeah, I would consider that. They don't want a big payout for, for tax Taxes. reasons or anything else. Or maybe they like getting a, a for a short check. time a monthly check. So. Mm-hmm. Owner financing is always a valid question. And they might tell you no, no big deal. I ask every time Mm -hmm. because it opens up the opportunities. I mean, and there's several um, owner finance that I'm thinking of. One was with um, that four unit in the commercial building. I asked the guy if he'd consider owner financing, and he's like, eh, no, not really. But I remember years ago I read that I think it was 52% of all homes are owned free and clear. So you have a 52% chance that a house is paid off that you're going to go look at. If it's run down, and that was the thing with this property, and especially when you get into the value add stuff, hey, you know, I'd love to give you your asking price. Yeah. But I can't because I can't go to a bank and I can't get this, you know, money to be able to buy it and then fix it up. You know, I could use cash, but would you ever consider financing it? You know, you know the property, you can secure this property, and all I'm going to do is I'm going to start from day one, and I'm going to start improving this property. So your value of this property is going to go up. If for some reason I don't take care of it and I don't pay you, you're going to be able to take this property back, and you're going to be in a better position. Yeah. Um, You know, so that that four unit and that commercial, he ended up doing it. We I think we did it for a twelve month period, and mm-hmm. then we ended up re, refinancing it out. Obviously, something that we learned with our private lender was we started working a lot of trying to come up with our own fix up costs mm-hmm. rather than financing them. That kind of seemed there was a transition with the banking industry of where they would give you the loan plus fix ups and things like that. Now, obviously, if you went to like a hard money lender, they will give you. Um, you know, your fix-up cost. And I'm going to be completely honest, we have never used a hard money. We haven't. We have looked at it. We've talked about it. We know other people that have. It's just, I mean, and part while I'll go back to you said, you know, years ago, we thought we couldn't go to a bank anymore. At that point, we didn't even really know that hard money was We had an no option. idea. I learned about hard money, whew, what, probably three to four years ago. And that sounds crazy that we've been in real estate this long and that was really nothing. I mean, it was something that we never learned. And that's where I go back to educate yourself. Get online and look up different financing options. It's a great tool. It is, um, especially you know, for flipping. Higher interest rates, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my biggest negatives with doing a hard money loan was, especially when I was teaching and I was a firefighter, you know, it might take us a year to get through a flip. So hard money is six months. Yeah. Well, that goes back to when we talked at the beginning. Figure out what's your plan of action. Are you going to have a contractor? Are you going to do it yourself? So for us, it didn't fit within our parameters. So we've never had, but I'm telling you, I the more recently I've seen hard money, 
you develop that relationship and that allows you to be able to make offers and they base it on the property yeah. rather than basing it on you. That was another problem that we did was everything was based on us rather than being based on the asset. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went from banking, getting the money to getting private lenders, us having to come up with fix-ups, going to some owner finance, and I'll, I'll tell a story of another owner finance, um, very creative, and this was actually one that my storage business partner kind of came up with on the fly as we were standing there. I saw a warehouse in Kentucky, 40,000 square foot, that we could do a conversion on. Yeah. And so we decided that we were going to go up, look at it, and when we got there, he was very flexible. I mean, he just, well, and we found out later, he paid very little compared to what he was asking. Yeah. So what we offered was, we'll give you, I want to say it was $400,000 down. He was going to carry a second mortgage of like three hundred and fifty, And then we were going to go get a bank loan but they were going to be in first position. Well, a lot of people are like, well, an owner finance wouldn't do that. He didn't care. And he did it at like four or four and a half percent. So it was a very unique, we got a bank loan in first position. We got like a $700,000 loan with them, gave him 400,000. We had like three or $400,000 for fix-ups. And then he carried a second at 4%. So it's progression and it's all... When we talk about the difference in deals, it's all about the deal. What what opportunities are there? And I think that's why it's important to talk to people. Find out what position they are in. Do they need money? You know, do they have to get the cash? Some people will say, "Yeah, I we need the cash." Mm-hmm. Only reason why they're saying they need the cash is because that's what they know. And that because sometimes people don't understand if you can educate a seller on owner financing and the benefits of it for them and for you. A lot, I mean, I remember um, the local investor here uh, that he has sold us some properties. He had never done an owner finance. Yeah. And you asked him on a 12 unit and he was like, well, I don't know. And What after does that you, look like? After you explained that to him, he was like, well, yeah, I'll do that. No big deal. And he did it again for us, but he just needed to be educated. So if you can educate yourself on what it is, what it looks like, the benefits of it, and then explain to them, they'll be like, oh, well, okay, that does look a little better for me. I mean, because they're eventually going to get a payout anyways. It just kind of, it can spread it out. It can shorten it. It can lengthen it. I mean, it can look any way you structure it. Mm-hmm. But um, And that was an owner finance with no money down. Yeah. Like literally, we bought that 12 unit, no money out of pocket. I mean, I think we had a little bit in closing costs. Yeah. We bought four four units from him and the exact same same thing, you know, so we, but I bought probably five or six other properties from him that we just went and, and, and so we developed that relationship. Once again, it's all very dependent on the situation. You know, you try to create as many options as, as a buyer, you want to create as many options as you possibly can. Yeah. Owner finance, a private lending, um, you know, a banking option. And this is the thing too, is as you're looking at these deals and you're looking at the different funding options, remember your end game too. 
because if you do hard money, that's a six month, sometimes they'll renew it for three months. But what's your end game? Is it a flip? Is it a rental? So if it's a flip, well, then you're hoping to get it fixed, sold, and done. Yeah. If it's a rental, well, what's your end game? Are you going to go to a bank? Are you going to go to a, pro- a long-term private lender? Are you going to do a DSCR loan, which that's another loan that I, it's a debt service coverage ratio loan. That's something I learned in the last year as mm. well. Look that one up. Um, it's, it's all based on the asset again, but it's for a long-term rental program. Yeah. Um, so I think it's very important. People get really stuck on funding. How do we get money? My storage coach told me this, and I've probably said this on here before, but if you have a deal, Mm -hmm. you will find the money. So make sure you're finding the deal first. Yeah. And then ask pertinent questions to the seller to be able to find out is there owner financing options, things like that. Um, You know, then you, you look at equity partners, you know, where you give up some of your equity. You look at HELOCs. A HELOC could be on your personal residence or even say you have a rental property yeah. or you could put your vehicle up. You know, if you have um, equity in that or you have it paid off, I mean, you can look at retirement accounts, um, whole life insurance. There are so many different options to help with down payments, to help with funding fix uh, fix-ups on your fix and flips. But you have to sit down. You have to find the deal. I could sit here all day long and tell you all of the deals that we've done. But everyone's different. I mean, we're getting ready to close on a property now. And it's a storage facility. And we call it, there's an upper and there's a lower. They're two different deeds. Well, what I've worked out with the seller is it's run down. We're going to actually put some cash down of our own. And we're going to essentially get the lower half with no debt on it. He's going to owner finance the upper portion. He thinks that, you know, in his mind, it's the whole storage facility. But I specifically told him, we're going to secure this by the upper portion. Yeah. He agreed to it. Yeah. Now we're going to bring in a private lender that's going to give us cash to do all the fix-ups, and we're going to secure it by that lower property. Mm-hmm. So we're doing cash in. We're doing owner finance, and we're doing private lending. So I just kind of worked through this deal as him and I were talking. What was his needs? Um, you know, and even down to part of negotiation and making a, an owner feel comfortable. This was a guy that I talked to for three years. Yeah. And he struggled letting this go. And come to find out, him and his dad built the property. He's been doing this for 40 years. And then he's got like, I think it was eight or nine storage units, plus an apartment, plus the office full of stuff. So part of my negotiation was, hey, I'll give you a certain period of time to be able to get this stuff out. I'll even bring some guys over here. We'll have dumpsters over here and everything else. So funding is not just, man, we're going to go get this money. There is relationship. There is creativity involved with this, even though I'm not an artist. Yeah. Um, or, or have that creative side, this is where my creativity comes out, is yeah. just structuring deals, looking at things, looking at all the different funding options that we have, and then saying, okay, let's structure it this way, structure it this way, 
or, you know, it's long-term, you know, and sometimes it's better to go to the bank, something that you want to keep long-term, but sometimes it's better to get a private lend, owner finance, whatever. So, um, I guess the, the gist of all of this (laughs) is we have some basic fundamentals of, you know, what we use, you know, things that we haven't talked about that I've been introduced to recently is syndications and things like that. Yeah. Honestly, that's still a little bit above my mind. Um, you know, you can check into it. I have friends that are super successful Absolutely. with syndicating. Yeah. Um, I'm just, once again, we're, we're pretty basic and pretty simple. Um, I like seeing things, you know, kind of in front of my face. Um, you know, we have several private lenders that we use, so that seems to be kind of our big thing that we do now. Yeah. You know, so the the thing is with this is there's real estate is not cookie cutter. It's not. From how are we going to market? How are we going to find the deals? You know, how are we going to get the money? How are we going to fix up the properties? How are you going to manage it? There are so many moving parts. Yeah, and that, that's, I mean, some people, there's about as many ways to do this as there is ideas that you can come up with. I mean, some people do find a niche. I know We know flippers that they'll find a niche and they maybe use a hard money loan every time because it, they have figured it out. It's easy, yep. it's accessible, and that's what they do. We haven't had just one way every time, you know, and it it's just whatever I mean, some people will go to family members and be like, hey, I found a property. Will you help me buy it? Because if they can acquire it, then they'll go refinance it with a bank. Because sometimes it can be easier to go to the bank after you own the property. Just go refi. And And after you've done some You've done some work. So it's going to appraise. You're going to get what you need from the bank. You know, and... They're just whatever ideas you can come up with, there's probably a way to make it happen. And when I have said several times, educate yourself, yeah, go and talk to a bank, Mm -hmm. find out. So, like, when you buy a rental property, say it's a duplex for 200,000, most banks, most people feel like they're gonna have to put down 20%. Go find out. We have a local bank that does 15%, Mm -hmm. but this is the cool thing it's 15%. But we can also use another property as collateral. So we have a paid off property. Well, rather than doing a loan off of that, we can just collateralize that for our down payment. Yes, it spreads you a little thinner. It gives them a little bit more security. But once you get below that 15%, so say you go do some work on it, raise rents, you can refinance that, release that property, mm-hmm. and you can use that property or that cash or you know whatever you're using. Yeah. Um, but go talk to them. Go find out how long's their seasoning. You know, because sometimes banks want you to own it for six months to a year before they'll refinance it. Yeah. Find out all the information from a bank. Find out all the information from a hard money lender. Just find out. I mean, one of the guys here in town, or one of the companies here in town, first loan I think is twelve percent, um, and I think it's three points. So a point is 1% of your loan amount, and that's just essentially their fees. And it's it's high. It is. But if this is the thing, and when you're thinking of funding, 
as well think of this is people get so caught up in interest rates and fees and things. And I'm not saying you don't want to look at that, but if you have a deal that you're going to make, say, $60,000 on, and you have fees and higher interest rate and stuff, and you only make $50,000, I would rather make $50,000 than make nothing because the interest rate, and I'm telling you, people get so bent out of shape over interest rates and things like that. So understand hard money. It's going to be points and they're going to be 12, 14, 15%. But like we said before, if it makes sense for the whole deal, then okay, you just, I'm paying a little bit higher interest this time, but it makes sense. In the end, I'm going to make money. So it's okay because it's better to make some money than nothing because you're so caught up on the fees and the interest. Correct. Okay, you are paying more. D- can you find another option that it's cheaper? If you can, great. But there might not be another option, but I can at least still get in it. I can get the property. I can make the profit. Okay. And the cool thing is with a lot of these hard money lenders, um, let's go to some other obstacles in funding. Uh, time on a job, credit. A lot of hard money lenders, once again, look at the asset. Yeah. So, yes, interest rates are higher, but I will say this. When I called the local one here, it was 12%, and I think it was three, two or three points. I can't remember exactly. So you're you're looking at a decent amount. Yeah. After two loans, they dropped down to 9.9%. There you go. So that's two points lower. And yeah. this is the thing. We've been borrowing at 10% from our private lender for years. For years. Yeah. <laughs> But we were able to do it, do it quick. And this is the other thing you have to look at when you're funding these deals is a bank, you're going to have appraisals, you're going to have their fees, you're going to have flood search, you're going to have all these different things where their interest rates are better. And if it's long term, you do want better interest rate. But in a short term, if it's 10% and you don't negotiate, work through it. I got to the point that, you know, it was 10% and I was fine. I just, it was the ease of it to know, hey, man, I've got this house. Will you go drive by it? See if it's some, and I think it got to the point that he doesn't even drive by them anymore. He just knows, he knows the market. I know the market and we know what it'll sell for. Um, That lender, we don't even, I don't even send him a proposal or anything else. Now, my other lender, I have sent proposals to kind of breaking it down and letting them know what it is. But, you know, and we don't have a lot of private lenders. You know, we have a few that we use, very comfortable with. Um, So, guys, don't let funding stop you. Once again, here we are in this community. If you have questions... Ask, you know, Facebook us, you know, send us an email, do something. Tane and I wouldn't care to talk to you guys about what are some options, you know, but do your homework. Take responsibility yourself once again and figure this out. Go to these different websites and learn about them. Yeah. Um, You know, you get a specific deal, then it's going to be a situation that maybe you need to ask some questions. How can I structure this? What can I do? You know, and and obviously when you're new, you know, you're very limited because we've been doing this for so long and we've seen different ways. So sometimes it is good to get a voice that can kind of pour 
some knowledge into you. You know, after 25 years, we've seen a lot of different things. Um, Have we seen everything? Nope. No, because we still ask questions all the time. I mean, you've got a couple of people you'll call up, hey, I've never seen this before. I'd like your opinion or I'd like your... I mean, you're always going to find something new. Yeah. So... So I hope that this kind of helped getting a little bit deeper into this. Um, you know, I know we didn't go into very much specifics of what each one is, but I think that there's some better ways for them to get, just go research. Absolutely. So once again, guys, like us on Facebook. Follow email us on us, Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. <laughs> um you know, if you're getting some value from this, we'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to be able to give the knowledge that we have. Once again, we're not, we don't know everything, um, but, you know, we have really come a long way over the last 20 years yeah. and learned a lot of different ways to do it. A lot of ways not to do it. <laughs> um you know, we can talk about the the properties that we did finance and then we turn around and sold because really we didn't structure them good yeah. and we weren't in them good, yeah. you know. So there's a lot to funding that we're making sound all good and everything else, but we've made a lot of mistakes along the way. Yeah. So um, I think that's a good start with funding. I'm <laughs> sure as we continue, we'll we'll dive more and more into funding and talk about different options and stuff. And we do have, uh, we kind of alluded to our new storage facility. Um, We're going to actually do a pretty good case study on that and do some videos and and stuff. This will be a good one where we have multiple funding um, or funding options in this one. Involved in this one deal. So we'll we'll do that um, here before long. Sounds good. So, all right. Guys, be good.